the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. If we look to the answer as to why for so many years we achieved so much, prospered as no other people on earth, it was because here in this land we unleashed the energy and individual genius of man to a greater extent than has ever been done before. Those who say that we're in a time when there are no heroes, they just don't know where to look. The sloping hills of Arlington National Cemetery, with its row upon row of simple white markers, bearing crosses or stars of David, they add up to only a tiny fraction of the price that has been paid for our freedom. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. We are Americans. This is the Bob France Authority on AM 1420. The answer. Really enjoyed the conversation with Dennis's wonderful national audience. Uh, but boy, it drains you. Takes it out of you to do that many hours of radio in a single day. I did seven in total yesterday, so I feel really good and recharged after being, uh, after resting and refreshing a little bit. And that's good because friends, I'm fired up today. We, uh, you know, it, it's one thing to be, um, amoral. It's another thing to be, uh, pro-abortion. It's another thing to be pro-baby death. It's another thing to be completely hypocritical and cowardly about the issue. And of course, I'm speaking of former vice president, current Democratic front runner for the 2020 nomination, Joe Biden. You've heard the story. You heard it during our newscast at the top of the hour. You heard Hugh talking about it a little bit during the uh, Hugh Hewitt program this morning. Joe Biden has no moral center whatsoever. He is truly a, a coward You, when you have no ability to stand by the courage of your convictions. The Hyde Amendment, for those who do not know, provides federal funding for abortion. Provides federal funding for abortion. In the cases of rape and incest and in the, uh, 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 in the instance of the, a threat to the life of the mother. A threat to the life of the mother, mind you, not just the health of the mother. The Hyde Amendment uh, had Joe Biden support, and now Joe, this is this is a mess. I'm I'm going to play two clips for you real quick here. As Joe Biden just a few days ago started to waffle, this is from Breitbart, waffle on the Hyde Amendment. Vice President Joe Biden, uh, Joe Biden, rather continued to support the Hyde Amendment, but would be open to repealing it if Roe versus Wade is threatened, according to his campaign, as recently as Wednesday. So again, just a couple days ago. All right. The Hyde Amendment uh, bans the. Uh, excuse me. I want to make sure I say this correctly. The Hyde Amendment bans the use of federal funds to pay for abortions, except in the case of rape, incest, uh, or to save the life. Again, not health, 
not health, because that gets into the mental part of this, and then it can just be abused. Uh, life of the woman, the mother. All right, so Hyde Amendment bans the use of it, and Joe Biden was asked by a, a voter, a supporter of his at one of his uh, little rallies, um, if he would be willing to repeal the Hyde Amendment. And this is what Joe Biden said uh, at that time. Question for you, and that is, will you commit to abolishing the Hyde Amendment, which hurts poor women and, and yes. women of color? Yes, and by the way, ACLU member, I got a near-perfect voting record my entire career. All right, so he said, yes, I would commit, uh, this is just a couple of days ago, to abolishing the Hyde Amendment, uh, an amendment that he supported. He supported the banning of federal funds for abortion, except in those rare exceptions, for years, for years. And now he's running for, for president, and the man with no moral center is ready to abandon that completely. Now, he hinted that he would do that literally just to that one woman that was caught on, a, on a, an NBC News microphone a couple of days ago. And now he has made it official. Joe Biden has pretty much just announced that he is no longer a supporter of the Hyde Amendment. Uh, he wants federal funds to be able uh, to be available, I should say, um, for uh, women to use to kill their babies, and it shouldn't be limited to the the exceptions of rape and incest and in the life of the mother. This is what Joe Biden said. I can't justify leaving millions of women without access to the care they need and the ability to to exercise their constitutionally protected right. I'm going to stop there and say, show me, Joe, show me the line in the Constitution of the United States that says it is your right, it is your right to have an abortion. Show me the line in the Constitution that says you have the right to kill another separate being. And yes, that baby is a separate life because it has a separate heart, it has a separate brain, it has a separate nervous system than yours, meaning the mother's. It is a separate being. It's the reason why it has been the case in this country for so long and in almost every state that if you shoot a pregnant woman, you are charged with double murder. If you are in a car accident and, and you're drunk and you kill a pregnant woman, you char- are charged with double vehicular homicide. It is why... When barbaric men who father children that they did not want because of their own irresponsibility have tried to punch their way to an abortion or to a stillbirth by attacking the woman and then they are charged with attempted murder for trying to kill the baby inside the woman. All right? This is not... This is not that complex. This is not that complicated. The baby has its own life. But Joe Biden just said, Joe Biden just said that it is, uh, he does not want to, well, let me, let me just replay the clip for you here. I'm a little bit fired up here, as I said, uh, because I'm just so disgusted by what I heard from him and this flip-flop, this completely amoral or, uh, you know, a, a guy who essentially is changing his position because he's running for president. If he had not run for president, he would still be supportive of the Hyde Amendment and the banning of federal dollars for abortion. Now he wants to run for president. Now he wants every liberal vote he can get. And now he's telling women, yes, I want to fund through federal tax dollars your abortions. It is simply unconscionable that running for president makes somebody change their entire moral center. Again. I can't justify leaving millions of women without access to the care they need. And they have to pause that there as well. Care they need. Again, trying to describe the murder of a child as health care.
the ability to, con to exercise their constitutionally protected right. If I believe health care is a right as I do, I can no longer support an amendment that makes that right dependent on someone's zip code. So they're all happy. Yay! Joe wants to kill babies, too. All right. Based on their zip code, we don't want to limit anybody's access to killing their babies. And we're going to continue to call it health care. We're going to continue to call the ripping apart of human beings limb by limb so they can be more efficiently suctioned into a tube. Uh, we're going to call that health care. Congratulations, Joe. Let's go now to CNN. I don't want to hear from CNN. I just wanted to hear that line from Joe Biden. All right. So Joe Biden is acknowledging, and, and I, want to, I want to make this clear, I will sacrifice anything in order to win the election. I will sacrifice everything to win the Democratic nomination. I will sacrifice my own moral beliefs. I will sacrifice children's lives if that's what it takes for me to beat Donald Trump. I just want you to consider what you're hearing right now. Joe Biden wants believe that federal tax dollars should not be used to fund abortions unless it's an ex one of the rare exceptions that we always hear and talk about, rape, incest, life, not health, life of the mother. Now he believes that the Hyde Amendment is bad. It's wrong. No, no one should be restricted from federal tax dollars because it unfairly targets minorities. That's the, This is the other part of this. We've got to hear from Cory Booker, too. I am simply stunned. Well, I can't say that's not fair. I want to be 100% honest with you, intellectually honest with you. I'm not stunned because these people have no moral centers. They have no moral fibers. They have no true beliefs. They don't believe in life. They don't believe in uh, defending life. So I can't say that I'm stunned, but I'm just disgusted. Maybe rather than shocked, I'm disgusted at listening to people like Joe Biden essentially declare that I am anti, anti minority children i am anti babies lives because i am pro whatever it takes to get me elected to listen to other democratic candidates who don't have a chance in you know what to become president but doing everything they can to try to scare up the minority vote people like cory booker on the same we are in a nation right now that when it comes to uh, reproductive rights um, we are moving back into a Byzantine era uh, that is tragic and unfortunate. Um, we are a nation already because of the lack of access uh, to reproductive rights uh, that we lead the industrial. I just, I, I, I sit here, I get, I get angrier every time I hear these people talk about reproductive rights. This is anti-reproduction. This is murder. After conception has already occurred. After fetal development has already occurred, even after heartbeats have occurred, after spines have been formed, after nervous systems have been formed, after the ability to feel pain has been confirmed, we are calling these reproductive rights to tear the child apart? In barbaric and... You talk about Byzantine times. Really? Senator Booker, Byzantine times? You're defending the barbaric destruction of lives and 
Here's Joe Biden, of course, saying, by the way, taxpayers should pay for it. The Hyde Amendment, yeah, let's get rid of that. No, 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 no. We should not ban any federal funds from being used for abortion. World in, um, in not only infant mortality, but in maternal mortality. And again, for black and brown communities, the maternal mortality rates uh, are three to four times higher for black women than they are for white women. The, uh, the, the part of that that I find even more staggering, as, as this news kind of broke yesterday, and I listened to Cory Booker scream for... Uh, black women to be able to abort their babies. It reminds me of here in the state of Ohio. When the Ohio heartbeat bill was passed last month and signed by uh, Governor DeWine, I think it was in early May, maybe it was in April. My apologies if I'm a little off on the date. But when it was passed just uh, you know this spring and signed by Mike DeWine, the first thing you heard from uh, an African-American member of the Ohio General Assembly, the Ohio House said, uh, I would like to have an exception in this law for black women. Uh, okay, Generally, women won't be allowed to abort their babies after heartbeat has been detected. But when black women find out that there's a heartbeat and, and that they're pregnant and their baby has a heartbeat, can we continue to let them kill their babies? This was a black woman member of the Ohio House who said, can we still allow black women to do it? Because, and I know this is going to sound insane, because it is, but because of slavery. Because black women were once enslaved and were once forced to have babies to continue to propagate the, uh, the, the, you know, the, 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 the field hands or whatever the case might be. This was the history of black women in America. So, uh, because of slavery, we should definitely have an exception to the new law so that black women can have their babies murdered. Uh, legally and safely. Okay. I, uh, I, the world is just making a little bit less sense today than it did before. I'm, uh, I'm very frustrated by this. We're going to talk about this today with Everett, Everett Piper. Dr. Everett Piper will be joining me at 10.05 uh, this morning for his uh, regular weekly visit. He normally joins us on Thursdays, but I asked him to move to today because of our separate and kind of special um, D-Day commemorative program yesterday. So Dr. Piper will join us to talk about protecting life, saving life, and, yes, the attack on lives, particularly by the way of, by way of the Hyde Amendment uh, flip-flop from Joe Biden. Uh, who will say anything that it takes in order to get elected, and he will sacrifice as many human babies as he has to in order to get elected, even if it means federally funding their deaths by way of uh, repealing the Hyde Amendment. So uh, we'll talk about that with Dr. Everett Piper. We're also going to talk to Tom Zawistowski coming up. He's got a very special appeal to make himself coming up in about 15 minutes at 935. I'll let him tell you that story as we continue. It's a free-for-all Friday. Anything you want to talk about is fair game. Dial now, 216-901-0945, It's the Bob Brant's Authority on AM 1420. All right, 925 now. The Bob Brant's Authority continues on AM 1420, The Answer. Um, I've got good news and i got bad news. Let me give you the bad news first. Baronel Stutzman has lost at the Washington, the state of Washington, Supreme Court. We tell you all the time about Alliance Defending Freedom, right? I've been telling you about Alliance Defending Freedom and their attorneys who represent uh, people whose uh, liberties are being taken away, specifically their religious liberties are being taken away. Baronel Stutzman owns Arlene's Flowers in Richland, Washington. And... Um, she has been attacked in essentially the same way that um, 
Jack Phillips of uh, Masterpiece Cake Shop in Colorado has been attacked. She was requested to provide floral arrangements for a same-sex wedding. She said, I can't do that. I will recommend other florists to you, but I can't do that. That violates uh, my religious faith. I cannot participate in same-sex weddings because my beliefs, according to my religion, are that sex is be- or uh, that marriage rather is between one man and one woman. So she very politely recommended some other florists, but that wasn't good enough because you know what this is all about. It's about the agenda. It is about forcing everyone else to comply with the LGBTQ agenda. So she was sued, and you know where this goes. Alliance Defending Freedom did their best to represent her, and it made it all the way to the Washington Washington Supreme Court, which ruled against her yesterday. This is breaking news. It just came down yesterday. Now, that's the bad news. The good news is, is that ADF, of course, is not abandoning her. Alliance Defending Freedom is now going to appeal all the way to the Supreme Court of the United States which, by the way, vacated the state high court's previous ruling against Arlene Stut- or against the Bernal Stutzman of Arlene's Flowers and ordered it to reconsider her case in light of the Masterpiece Cake Shop decision, which the Supreme Court decided in favor of Mr. Phillips and against the state of Colorado. So they're going back. They're going back at it again to the Supreme Court. Now, if the Supreme Court is consistent, as they decided in favor of Mr. Phillips and Masterpiece Cake Shop and in, de- in uh, defense of religious liberty, then uh, Baronel Stutzman will be successful as well. She will prevail. But this fight is going to be dependent upon you. You've got to help support Alliance Defending Freedom. I've told you this, and I'm going to tell you every day, at least twice a show, I'm going to ask you, to donate $100. I need 35 more donors. I started out just four days ago needing 45 donors to reach our goal. I needed 45 people to donate $100 each because we at Salem Media are partnering with Alliance Defending Freedom that continues to provide these free legal services to, to protect and defend innocent Americans, workers, employees, business owners, uh, students, whomever you might be, that if you're under attack and your religious liberty is being threatened and you are being threatened with fines or your business being closed or being fired from your job, Alliance Defending Freedom is there for you, so we have to be there to help them. They are providing free services, but it costs money to fight these fights, especially when you go to the Supreme Court. So in order to help them fight for Baron L. Stutzman and everyone else, please consider calling 800-691-8969. Write it down. 800-691-8969. Or if you can't remember the phone number and you'd rather do it this way, go to our webpage, whkradio.com, and click the Alliance Defending Freedom banner that's right there at the top of the page. You cannot miss it. whkradio.com. We need 35 more donors to reach our goal to help ADF help people like Baron L. Stutzman. We need you. If you can donate $100, I beg you to do it. If you are a person who can afford $200 or maybe, remember, the, no matter what you donate, it's all tax deductible. So if you increase the donation, it helps you out even more next April at tax time. But please, if you are a person who has the means to donate more, we're asking you to do so. <clears throat> if you can't do $100, but you can do 50 or if you can do 25 we're asking you to do that. Please donate 
the cause is that important. You just saw the uh, Washington State Supreme Court rule against religious liberty, rule against Baronel Stutzman. We need the U.S. Supreme Court to flip that around, and we can't get that unless we can help ADF represent Baronel. Please call 800-691-8969 and uh, log on to whkradio.com. WHKRadio.com with the, with the uh, Alliance Defending Freedom banner at the top of the page. Please donate to ADF and let's help people like Baronell. They came for her this time. Who knows when they're coming for you or someone you care about. 930 News coming right back with your phone calls and also Tom Zawistowski of uh, the We the People Convention and the Portage County Tea Party. Right. It's 9.35 now. The Bob France Authority continuing on AM 1420. The answer, it's kind of a free-for-all Friday, as I said. I want your phone calls. If you want to talk about Joe Biden and his ridiculous flip-flopping on the Hyde Amendment. And again, it's just so ridiculous to suggest that somebody who believed that federal dollars should not be used to fund abortions, except in extreme cases, as we talk about all the time with the rape and incest and life of the mother, which just seems to be the... uh, the breaking point for many, but uh, for somebody to believe his entire career uh, in support of the Hyde Amendment that forbids those federal funding to now say, yeah, I'm running for president, I need as many votes as I can, so yes, let the tax dollars flow, kill them babies. It, uh, as long as it gets me dollars, I don't care. The man has no moral center whatsoever. And everyone needs to know that. We'll come back to that conversation if you want to make it at 216-901-0945. But right now I want to bring onto the air uh, my friend Tom Zawistowski. Tom is the president of the We the People Foundation, or convention rather. He is also uh, the president and chair or leader or whatever title he wants, Grand Poobah of the uh, the uh, uh, Portage County Tea Party. Tom, good to have you back on the air, my friend. How are you? I'm well. Great to be on with you, Bob. And I and I join you uh, in your outrage uh, with Joe Biden and uh, and really all the, the Democrat candidates. I, I like to say when I uh, write about this topic that to be on the left is to be a liar or to believe the lies. Virtually nothing that they say, whether it's Nancy Pelosi or whether it's Joe Biden or Cory Booker, they, they're lying to your face. And uh, Joe Biden, you know, is is just really a hypocrite. And he will say anything and do anything to win. And that's why we can't listen to them. We need to do our research. We need to know the facts. We need to understand you know, that they're liars and hold them accountable for their lies. So I'm glad you're doing that. And uh, I, I, I just hope it's Joe Biden as the nominee because Donald Trump's going to crush him like a grape. Well, you know what? I, I, I hope so as well, although I would not underestimate anyone who is willing to do or say anything, even if it violates you know what used to be a core conviction. You know, Joe Biden used to be largely pro-life and for him to essentially sacrifice that now in favor of votes if he's willing to do that tom uh lord only knows what he's willing to do to win so um uh, i i think he could be a serious threat to our country and a threat to uh, president trump and uh uh, and his ability to get a second term those people are dangerous and willing to do that well bob and that and that's exactly you know why i'm on today because we do know that their left is willing to do whatever it takes to win. And we have to counter that with actions and not just words. Uh-huh. And so, you know, I, I wrote I know you know, uh, yesterday, right? I wrote yesterday and, and I said, listen, folks, we've got to message the president. I'm going to ask your listeners this morning to call the White House. Uh, and if you go to wethepeopleconvention.org, you'll see this whole press release I sent out or email where it gives you the phone numbers. You can call 
202-456-1414 because the left is is now going to try to coerce, I guess is the easy, the, the nicest way to say it, but I call it torture, uh, Paul Manafort, to get him to compose, as, as you know, Professor Dershowitz likes to say, a crime that President Trump can be convicted of in the state of New York. And uh, if and if you get a chance to go to WeThePeopleConvention.org, folks, click on the click here to listen link and listen to uh, to Dennis Prager's interview with Alan Dershowitz that happened Wednesday, where he spells out what the left is doing because they haven't been able to get Trump, you know, with the Mueller report, or you know, they they don't want to impeach him because they have nothing to impeach him for. They're still trying to get the man arrested for the crime of winning the presidential election. That's, right. That's what the crime is. And so we need to call the White House, and I'm asking you to do two things. I'm asking you to first tell the president that you support the tariffs on Mexico to close the border, even if our non-representative Rob Portman doesn't. And second, that the president must pardon Paul Manafort now and I can get into why that is important right now. Well, let's do that. Yeah, Tom, and, and that's why when you and I spoke off the air, obviously I wanted to have you call in because I think you can uh, bring the, the facts here and be as passionate about it as I can, and sometimes a better voice is needed for that. So Paul Manafort, for those who do not know, is being uh, uh, transferred to Rikers Island, the notorious federal prison at Rikers Island that is just, uh, it's it's considered to be one of the toughest, one of the most brutal uh uh, prisons in the system. Now, this nonviolent criminal who is doing time for essentially tax crimes that occurred way before he ever uh, had anything to do with Donald Trump or the Donald Trump campaign, this nonviolent offender is being threatened to going to Rikers Island and uh, to be put into solitary confinement, which is a form of torture. Um, and, and, and all for reasons that, I'll, Tom, this is where I want you to come with this because of the fear and the concern and why you want, and, and I'm in total agreement with you, the President of the United States to put a stop to this by, uh, to stop the, stop to this, excuse me, uh, by pardoning Paul Manafort. Take that, Tom. Okay, so here's what's going on, folks. Manafort, if you remember, you know, the Mueller people tried to squeeze him. They put him in solitary confinement before his trial to try to get him to compose, as Dershowitz says, something that would implicate Trump in the Russia investigation. They, he wouldn't do it. So he went through his trial, and he was sentenced. He, he, he committed crimes. Don't, don't get me wrong. You know, Paul Manafort's a pretty slimy character, but so are a lot of other people in Washington. But he was, a, he was convicted, and he was sentenced to seven and a half years, and he's serving in a federal minimum security prison in Philadelphia. Okay, where he's, his life's not in threatened, he's just a regular inmate. So now the state of New York is, and, and the, the attorney general there, or the prosecutor, is Cyrus Vance Jr., who is Cyrus Vance, used to be the Secretary of State under Clinton. They have asked to move him from that minimum security prison to this federal prison in New York City, which is in uh, OAC's district, by the way, called Rikers Island. And they're going to put him in solitary confinement, quote-unquote, for his safety. But the reality is they're trying to break the man. They're try- they are not going to even charge him in state court in New York for at least a year because the case isn't even developed yet. But they're going to put him in this federal prison to try to get him to implicate the president of the United States. What Dershowitz is pointing out is 
that your listeners know that a president, a sitting president, cannot be charged with a federal crime while he's in office. But the law isn't clear whether he can be charged with a state crime. And the left, the radical left, is trying to create a crime that they can convict Donald Trump of before the next election. And the only way to avoid that is for Trump to pardon Manafort right now, today. And I need you to call the White House, all of you listening, right now at 202-456-1111 or 202 202- Four five six one four one four, or you can contact them online if you go to wethepeopleconvention.org and click on the link. And tell the president you want him to pardon Manafort now because he would literally get out of prison today, the day he's being transferred to Rikers Island, and he wouldn't go back to prison until the state of New York charges him. And when they do, Bob, the guy, they're, they're trying to get him on, like, mortgage fraud. They're not going to put him in solitary confinement in a federal prison for mortgage fraud. And so the pressure would be off for him to, be, to have to save his own life by throwing the president under the bus. But most of all, Bob, this is the most important thing. All of us know this is not America. What they've done to Paul Manafort is what they do in third world countries. We cannot allow this tactic to basically destroy our, our justice system. And that's what the left is doing. This is not a, our justice system. This is what they do in third world dictatorships. And we cannot allow this miscarriage of justice because it's, it's just wrong. It's against everything we believe in. It's what it's against what those soldiers died for 75 years ago in D-Day were fighting to preserve. And that is equal justice under the law, not trying to get someone to compose lies against the President of the United States. Tom, let me ask you this, though, just uh, to, to make sure we're covering all of our bases here. We know who they are, and we know what they are, and we know what they're capable of. Would would pardoning Paul Manafort now lead to just more charges of obstruction of justice, suggesting exactly what you just said, that they're pardoning him to stop him from talking and cooperating and, and giving more dirt on the president? Would the, would the uh, liberals in charge of the committees now, because they won the House, uh, would they just uh, launch new investigations uh, and allegations of obstruction? Bob, when are we on the right going to learn that this is a game of force and not influence? I don't care what they say they're gonna they're accusing trump of obstruction of justice when there is no obstruction of justice there's not even a crime to obstruct they're right. going to claim whatever helps them you know what they understand force they understand force mexico got the message when trump said i'm going to put five percent tariffs on you if you don't stop these people from coming over the border and rob portman and mitch mcconnell and the cowardly republicans are throwing the president under the bus and saying, oh, no, you can't do that, right? Rob Portman, you know, you can't, we don't want to close the border and stop 5,000 Ohioans from being killed from opioids this year. No, 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 we might lose $9 billion. How much is a life worth? So here's the point. The president must act. They are acting. They're using force on us. They're trying to put, you know, Manafort there to testify against the president. The president needs to say, okay. You acted, I'm going to act. Your listeners need to act. We're not just talking. We're going to fight back, and you fight back with force. And, and the force we have now are people like Bill Barr and the power of the president 
to pardon someone who's being unjustly tortured by the state. Well, that's exactly what they're going to do if they get him into Rikers. They're going to put him in solitary, as you say, which is torture according to everybody's definition of it. And again, for somebody who is a nonviolent criminal to uh, to undergo, to even be in a place like Rikers, is just simply unconscionable. So uh, I want to back uh, what uh, Tom is saying up here and give you those numbers again to call the White House, 202-456-1111, 202-456-1111, or... 202-456-1414. Alright, either one of those numbers, let's bombard, uh, with, uh, the, uh, the White House with as many people as possible, spreading that message that we will not stand for this, that Paul Manafort should not and cannot be treated this way, that he must be pardoned right now. And I also want to remind everybody to go to, uh, Tom's website, the We the People Convention.org, We the People Convention. Uh, dot org and listen to the interview. I won't have time to play the full 10 minutes that Alan Dershowitz spent with Dennis Prager on Wednesday. Um, I didn't even have time to play it for on yesterday's show when I sat in for Prager because we were doing D-Day stuff. Uh, but you can watch it at your leisure online at wethepeopleconvention.org, wethepeopleconvention.org. It is that good. And to listen to Alan Dershowitz, again, who is a you know a noted liberal uh, a law professor and attorney, but uh, somebody who is a believer in the Constitution and and uh, and uh, and liberty quite frankly uh, listening to Alan Dershowitz is very very heartening so uh, uh, by all means tune into that uh, at your leisure at we the people convention.org Tom Zawistowski, great work you're doing my friend thank you for shouting from the rooftops uh, this uh, message and we'll continue to pump that phone number out there and get as many people to call as possible thanks Bob really appreciate your support have a good show bud always a pleasure Tom thank you Tom Zawistowski, we the people convention.org also again he's the uh, president of the Portage County Tea Party. He's been doing great, great work on behalf of uh, uh, the Constitution and the President of the United States uh, from those positions. Again, 202-456-1111 to call the switchboard, or excuse me, the uh, White House uh, line. The switchboard is 202-456-1414. Paul Manafort being transferred to Rikers would prove that no man is beyond the reach of the deep state. This cannot be allowed. President Trump, pardon Manafort now. Back after this on AM fourteen twenty days. It's a great message. Tom Zawistowski called to share on both fronts, by the way. Both fronts. Talking about tell the White House we support the tariffs. Do not listen to the rhinos who are all worried about uh, the Mexican economy and so on and so forth and the short-term pain that might result in some higher prices. But we need to stop the invasion. We just have to tell the president we support it. By the way, good news. Uh, uh, some polls are in. And let me see if I can find this story real fast before I go to the phone calls. But more and more Americans um, strongly support. Here it is. Uh, Harvard-Harris poll, GOP voters particularly, GOP voters, in other words, Trump supporters for the most part, overwhelmingly back tariffs, tariffs on China, and yes, tariffs on Mexico, if that's what it takes. Uh, here's another story. Uh, an average of 124,000 anchor babies are being born in the United States this year. Uh, or excuse me, not uh, are being, have been born in the United States so far this year. In the first half of the year, 124,000, uh, according to this uh, latest report from Breitbart by way of the Census Bureau data. 
In the first five months of 2019, about 124,000 children of illegal aliens were born on U.S. soil, thus solidifying their permanent American citizenship due to the nation's birthright citizenship policy. So there you have it. And by the way, um, anchor babies are about the only babies that Democrats support being born. That's just the way that it is. Uh, for me, uh, I have nothing against the poor babies who are being born, but we do have a problem when we know where this is headed, and that is mom and dad can't be deported because the baby is an American citizen, and how dare you try to break up families. That story has not changed. So uh, the numbers are just staggering. The amount of apprehensions, the amount of crossings, the amount of babies being born to other illegal immigrants here in the United States, it is dire. No matter what uh, we have to do, it needs to stop. And if uh, that means tariffs, that means tariffs. Let's do it. Lisa is calling from Medina on AM 1420, The Answer. Lisa, happy Friday to you. Go right ahead. Lisa, are you there? Lisa's yes, not can you hear me? Oh. Yeah, now I can. Go ahead. Wait. Can you hear me? Yeah, Lisa, go ahead. Oh, sorry about that. Okay. Hey, I just want to remind folks that McFan uh, meeting is tomorrow, and we have Peter Kersenow will be our guest speaker. And uh, as you well, know, there's never a good thing you were able to get him. I couldn't get him this week. Oh, no. <laughs> no, Pete's, no, no, oh, no, Pete's out of town. Yeah, Pete's been out of state actually all week uh, working on cases, and uh, he wasn't able to join me this week, which is uh, to our great loss. But there's the good news. You can listen to Pete in person tomorrow at the McFan meeting. That's right. And there's never a lack of fresh political material for him to discuss. <laughs> and he always brings a new light on subjects that uh, are, are close to, you know, what we're thinking about today and tomorrow, and so we're really happy to have them. We've got a, a, a great summer lineup. Claire Lopez is also coming on July 27th. Um, we'll be hearing from Justice Kennedy later on uh, late summer. Um, Mark Romanchuk, uh, one of our state reps, will be coming to speak on June 22nd. So, you know, look forward to, to a, a great lineup once again uh, coming to McFan. You always do uh, put great speakers up there at the Medina County Friends and Neighbors uh, uh, meetings. Uh, tell everybody again, uh, tomorrow, Peter is coming. What time and where? It'll be at 8.30 in the morning. It goes till 10, sometimes a little later with Peter, but we really don't care because we love to hear him. <laughs> and uh, it's at the Copper Top Restaurant in Valley City, which is um, the Copper Top uh, Golf Club. And that's on the main street on 303 in Valley City, just right off 71. If you're going to um, see Peter Kirsten now speaking McFan tomorrow, make him work overtime. Keep asking him questions. Keep him keep him for like <laughs> another hour of questions. He told me he loves that actually. He loves uh, he loves uh, answering uh, you know 60, 70 questions after every speech. No, I kid, of course. But uh, you will enjoy it if you get a chance to go out there and see Peter Kirsten now tomorrow. Lisa, as always, have a great meeting. Thanks so much for calling. Thanks so much. You got it. Matt is in Lorraine next on AM fourteen twenty. The answer. Hi, Matt. Go ahead. Hey, Bob. Yeah, I just had a quick question. I wanted to get your opinion. Uh, we, the Libs know that they'll never get a confederation of states to abolish the Electoral College. So now you've got these states that are pulling a hand around saying that by state law we're going to give our electoral votes to whichever candidate gets the popular vote. Right. Uh, and obviously it's got to be unconstitutional. So it, at what point and who would say, yeah, not so much, uh, you can't do that, we have a process, 
and you don't get to just pick and choose what part of the Constitution you want to adhere to. It is a serious threat, Matt, as far as I'm concerned. And I'm going to need an attorney. Maybe this is a, no, no joke. I was just actually teasing about asking Kirsten out 60 questions after the presentation tomorrow. But uh, next time I have him on, and if I've got any other constitutional lawyers who really understand this uh, better than I do, I'm going to ask them to call me right now. I feel like what they are doing is a serious threat um, to our electoral uh laws i i having there are now i think a dozen states i think a dozen states prager university was chronicling this and i think i saw wednesday um the list of 12 states that have so far passed state laws that pledge to give their electoral college votes to the winner of the national popular vote rather than to how their state voted it's incomprehensible to me. It sounds like it's unconstitutional and illegal, but I'm not a constitutional lawyer, so I would love to have somebody call me and tell me whether or not those would be binding or whether or not that violates federal law, How that which supersedes which, because that's what they're doing. They're passing uh, uh, sta- uh, 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 le- uh, legislation being signed by governors in at least 12 states right now where they're saying whatever the nation decides on popular vote, that's who gets our state's votes rather than what our state decided. Uh, it's really, really dangerous, obviously. If that would have been in play in uh, 2016, we'd be speaking about President Hillary Clinton right now. That can't happen. So if you're an attorney who can shed light on that, I welcome your phone call. Uh, 216-901-0945 is the number. 888-281-1110. Dr. Everett Piper joins us next hour as well right here on AM1420. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.